Okay. There's something that I've been really wanting to do. Well, not really. I just thought of it more recently. But I do want a special tagline that we say at the beginning of every show. Yeah, you never take it seriously. You just ask me to do it, and then you never thought of one. Well, because it's a team effort, I'm not going to think of it and then just do it. I just want to think about it together. So that's why I have my notes up, and we're going to make up something. I can't do it right now. That Why? I actually I cannot do that right now. It's now or never. No, because I have to. I have. It would take me so long to brainstorm something. No, let's start. You want to me just write one sentence? <laughs> that would take me forever. No, I want to do it now. Just try. It would be it'd be different if you brought me ideas. If you came to me and was like, I oh have these three ideas, then I could be like, change like let's build off that. But you're just like start we're starting with thin air right now. Like, but that's how I work. So you have to help me do it this way. Like I don't like I I don't even know like you where don't to have start. any ideas at all. I haven't been thinking about it. You you're telling me this right now as we speak. Yeah, but like you know, it's something that we do every week. Is there anything that comes to mind when you think of the podcast at all? This is this is kind of proving people's points when they tell me they don't know what the podcast is about. Well, last time you put me on the spot and I answered the question, so you answer it this time. Well, for me, it's generally like navigating through life, but I don't know how to put that in a catchy. One-liner type of thing. Like, what do other? Be not good at that, anyways, huh? Like, do you, do you remember any right now? Off the top of my head. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're they're not good examples because like those podcasts are like they're very specific on like they have their lane already. Can I hear yeah. one of them? Um, like the friend zone is. Oh my god, I can't remember the beginning. I think it's like you're looking to mental health and mental hygiene or something like that oh that's a good one um but yeah like but that's like fran fran will come in and she'll have done her research and she'll bring up this whole like study and they'll talk about like a bunch of like mental health type stuff like they like that's specifically what they do every episode so that's why it's like that's why i I don't know like is there something that's why we have to discuss it because like if there's something that's why i said like if there's like a segment you want to have or not what I have, but like, remember that email I sent you? And I was like, if yeah. you want to do this every week. But I don't, I can't communicate that way. I need to talk about it right now. And then I can do that. I need to talk about it out loud first. Yeah, but have you thought about it? Like I sent you the email. I sent yeah, you email I like thought weeks about, ago. I thought about it, but I need to talk to you. I can't write it in the email. I know, but I've been in your house since I sent the email. I know, email. but I, I have a lot of things on my mind, Paula Reed. Okay, we all do. Like, you're not the only person that does. I know, but you have to respect that this that I want to talk about it now, so I'm talking about it. Better late than never. But for me, I think it bothers me the most that people always tell me that they don't know what it's about. So I just want to talk about it now because I there, there are a lot of podcasts that just, I guess, talk and... There's so many podcasts like that. I listen to so many podcasts like that. But I feel like for us, I would like to try another another approach. Like we can still have what we do all the time, which is we sit down and we talk. But I want 
more, I guess, a journalistic side as well. Uh, but that would involve a lot more planning. So yeah. I don't know if we should just take turns like every week with with a segment because it's called Shut Up, Nobody Cares. And it's supposed to be about not sweating the small stuff and, you know, I guess trying new things as well because we've tried so many new things because of this podcast. But I want to incorporate more of that, more of like the the not caring about what what people think about you think because there are a lot of things I guess we both want to try and a lot of people we can talk to like today later when we talk to a comedian we found on Stand Up Toronto which is a TVO special if you guys want to check it out Um, but yeah so I want to I guess have more of a structure now that we've tried the whole um, sit down and talk thing which I still love and want to do but now I want to incorporate more of a journalistic side does that make sense it makes sense my only thing is that like this is like a whole like discussion like I just feel like there's so many like I just don't like the idea of having a discussion on the podcast well I'd rather plan I can it record out. and add anything to the podcast right I'm just I just pressed record this yeah, doesn't okay. have to be on the episode. I just I know, want I just, to talk about it. I just rather, like, the whole point of me bringing it up before, um, like, the different ideas that we could, the different directions we could take, shut up, nobody cares, was to start a conversation. That was that was why, because I wanted us to have some sort of, not set, well, whatever, segment or whatever, it doesn't really matter, but, like, because I wanted us to have more of a guideline of what we're going to be doing each episode. So, like you bringing it up now like I would rather you brought it up before like I know you have a lot of things in your mind but I also come over every week I know Paula but I'm having this conversation with you right now I know but But I didn't think about it before I'm thinking about it now so I wouldn't have brought it up before because I wasn't thinking about it okay well you tell me your thoughts what other thoughts do you have for I guess because Things like what I'm doing for like my videos, I don't necessarily say everything that I'm doing in the video. It's just like it's like the cooking thing. I'm just cooking and I'm talking to moms. But um, for things like that, it could be its own episode, not episode, yeah, episode, but a segment on the podcast where I talk out my thoughts on maybe cooking a certain dish because that's trying something new or like how I keep talking about repeatedly but never doing um, the stand-up stuff or like how I keep telling myself that I want to read more and there's like a ton of people um, when I signed up for Goodreads they're like old friends that read every day and update their Goodreads every day and I have no idea how they do that or more exciting things like I don't know, trying, like trying to talk to new people, like that BuzzFeed video you sent in the group today, just talking out situations like that as well. Even, even like not alone, but like even when we sit down and talk about it together, whether we go off topic or not, that's fine because people go off topic all the time. Um, things like that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I guess 
I guess that's why I would have rather have a conversation because like, yeah, I like the idea of trying, like, I just don't have a lot of new things that like, I've been like thinking of trying, like in terms of like the whole shut up, nobody cares thing. Yeah. It's about not sweating the small stuff, but it's also like, I also kind of take it as like an attitude that you have, like, like, yeah, like living it out, like literally, like is can, can be fun. Obviously, the whole stand up thing that could obviously be like a fun, a fun journey that you like take the podcast on. But I personally wasn't like, I don't I don't have any ideas to come back at you with that list that you just made because I wasn't thinking about it that way. I was kind of thinking about it as like, like I'm trying to think of a podcast as an example like uh what's a good podcast for it as an example um hmm where's one like shit what's another one i don't know i just mean in terms of like like the read for example like where they they kind of talk about pop culture and just like their lives and stuff like that and like whatever they like but like like the whole the read thing is kind of like their time where they can just like talk about shit like when they get to talk about shit that's happening in the world that like is really fucked up like when mm. they want to like vent kind of thing like like their read for the week is like trump said this mm-hmm. or like this person on tv said this it's kind of like just like their whole like attitude and like what they their like mentality in terms of like being self-aware and being aware and like calling people out mm-hmm. so like not i'm not saying that's what we have to do but it's also just like I was kind of taking it more differently in terms of like those shut up nobody cares thing is like not caring about what people think and like kind of just like going after what you want to accomplish and like I don't know focusing on what you're doing to like to get to that to get to where you want to get to and like just being kind of fearless or ambitious in that way mm-hmm. I don't know I just wasn't thinking of it as so specific and like I don't think there are really a lot of things that, like, I want to, like, try. Which like, is I guess fine. I'm glad we're having this conversation because we just never talked about it. And it shows in some of our, our episodes, I think, because that's that's where I'm getting the comments from, I think. Because when they listen, they're like, I don't... I'm listening and I, like, I just don't get it. Like, people just say they don't get it. And maybe that's why... Like, we don't, we obviously don't have to be specific. I'm just, like, shooting random ideas. Yeah. Well, um, that's why I was shooting random ideas before. Yeah, but I can't write it in a Google document first. No, I, no, but you know it's not my argument right now. I know, but I wasn't thinking about it then. Okay, well, this is something we need to always be thinking about, because we work at it every week. I know, but, like, I also have to edit, and I have to listen to it over I know, but I'm just saying, like, when I'm here, like, I like I can come here whenever you want me to come here. I can come here. We can okay. Sit like, you don't say anything to me. And then, like, and then now you just turn on the podcast and you're like, like, let's well, talk Well, I'm just right record. Now. This is not, this doesn't have to be the podcast. Just because I press record doesn't mean it's going to be in the episode. It's just there. I know. I just wish you'd rather, you just, like, say things more. Like, I, I will never it, tell you to shut up. I'll never, like, <laughs> hang up on you or, like, not, not come I think, over. I think I'm just afraid that you're going to, like, not like it. And that's why I just don't want to say anything. No, I'd rather you say something because you not saying anything I don't, I can't, I'm not a mind reader. So to me, it's like you're not thinking about it at all or that you don't care or that you don't want to discuss it. Like, I don't, I can't read that. I think I'm caring too much. That's why I don't want to do it. 
if that but makes I, sense. But I don't know that. Like, to me, like, if you don't say anything, I'm just going to assume that you just don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, like I, do, I do don't want to talk about it, but because I care too much, if that makes sense. But for, but it's yeah, like, I know. It for makes you, sense to talk for about you, it. I should be more communicative. I know that. But it makes sense to talk about it just so we can, like, hash it out and, yeah. and get to an answer. Yeah, like, well, that's why I want to talk about it now. I know, I'm just saying, but like, see, you care so much. I know you care, but we'll find a solution faster if we just, if we just discuss it. Like, you can get through the stress if we just get to a, an answer, get to a point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just a waste of time on your end and my end. I wouldn't call it a waste of time. Not a waste of time, but it's a waste of time, because, well, like, well, like, stressing about it. Yeah, well, these things happen point. for a reason. Like, I wouldn't be able to do this if I didn't stress about it if I didn't if this I know happen. but it's just added stress when it's like if we can sit down and plan something and like actually like discuss things that we haven't been discussing like I'm fine with that like I would like I don't I don't think there's ever a point where I've told you like 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 I hate the idea or we're not gonna do something like that I'd rather just tell you my opinion and if and what I if I'd like something about it or if I don't or how I view it but like this thing like because we're figuring it out, it's not like there's a mold that we have set in place and you're asking us to just totally change, like rip it down and start something new. Like we're figuring it out as we go. So it's not like there's anything that we've built where I'm gonna be upset that you wanna, that you wanna knock down and start over. We don't yet, like there's nothing there. Okay. <laughs> it's just the ground. Okay. So what I really wanna do is have, I guess, maybe next episode or the episode after but like one of those two like a really solid intro if that makes sense because I like know, a structured intro yeah because I know like the whole episode doesn't have to be structured at all and I kind of like it that way but at least if someone's picking up any episode just to listen to say they pick up and listen to episode 11 they actually if they hear us say, hi, I'm I'm Paul and I'm Annie and this is a podcast dedicated to young people not knowing what they're doing in their lives and whatever, yeah. then at least they'll be like, okay, so they're kind of like about this. They're yeah. about, I don't know, it's a lifestyle podcast or it's this kind of podcast or, we, mm-hmm. or whatever because... I think it's. I think I let it get it to my get to my head a lot when people tell me they don't get it. But I think that's the only difference between us and maybe other podcasts is that like maybe we're just not telling people what we're about because I which guess, is a totally fair yeah. argument to make. Like if if we're not being clear, then like. It's, I'm not, like, you're not, people aren't wrong for... Yeah, it's... Their, their opinion, like, that's, yeah. I'm, like, I'm not... It's it's better for us to know it. In oh, yeah, way. I'd yeah. rather know for sure. And, like, I don't feel, I don't know about you, like, I don't feel any ways knowing that. Like, obviously, it's, like, it doesn't suck, but, like, it's just, like, it's good to know, but I don't feel any ways knowing that just because, like, we're still figuring it out as we go. Yeah, I don't feel bad when they tell me. I... I don't feel bad that they're telling me. Like, I don't feel anger or anything towards them. It's just more like to myself. Like, for, how for can not, I fix it? Yeah, like, how can I make sure people are don't feel that way anymore? Yeah, but, like, yeah, exactly. And it's also, I like the idea that we have at least are still putting out episodes and still trying to figure it out. Like, I would hate for us to, to, to get those comments and just stop. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like as we keep, as we keep doing it, like even this whole, like the whole schedule that we've built, like, I just think these, like these things are very, are really important in terms of getting to that point where we have like a structure or whatever. So at least we're still like, we're still trying. Cause that's why I feel like, and this is why I'm sure um, Desus was like, let me know when you get to episode 30. Because like, we're not even at, we're not even at double digits yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, like it's not easy and I don't, especially because we don't have that support. We don't mm-hmm. have a podcast network. We don't have a producer. We're the producers. Like we don't have any people, any people like outside opinions. Yeah. Like helping us figure this out. So I feel like the fact that we're like the other day, <laughs> the other day I was on Michelle, I was on Michelle's birthday and this girl named Elise, I know her. I'm just saying this girl because you don't know her. Yeah. And she was, she, she like, she had her friend that she brought, I don't remember her friend before, and she like brought up the podcast and was like, oh my, you need to listen to it. Like, she's Which so podcast? Cool. This ours. Oh, really? Ours, you know? <laughs> And she's like, you need to listen to it. Like, it's so good. Like, she, I didn't talk, like, I don't, I don't bring it up. And we're at the bar. I'm not going to bring it up anyways. And she brought it up. She's like, and she's like, her friend was like, I'm going to listen to it. And I gave her our Instagram and everything. You can find, I'm like, you can find it on there. But like, I don't know, like, that got me excited that, like, that, that she was, so, like, people are, I feel like people, even if though people are confused what we're doing, it's still, like, it's still nice to know that people are supportive that we're doing something. Yeah. Not doing something, but, like, that we're working, working on, on it, that yeah. we're, like, trying to, like, get this going kind of thing. So, I don't know, there's, like, two sides to it, but at the end of the day, we're still trying to figure it out. Like, I think I was talking to you about it the other day, that I wish I could be that person who is just shameless about promoting their work and what you they have do. To be. I want well, to be. I learned that from other people. It's not something that I was just like born with. <laughs> I learned that from other other YouTubers and creators. Yeah, I want to be so badly, but I don't know what holds me back. I feel like you need to do that for your own stuff too. Like yeah. aside from the podcast, that's something that I personally because i know that you can be creating like well you are drawing out but i mean like i know you can be turning out i know i'm just just so afraid of disappointing myself it's not even disappointing other people it's disappointing myself what do you mean like when it goes up you're gonna look at it and not be and then be like yeah wow this sucks i shouldn't have put it up it's really really a big anxious feeling for me but i just feel like as you're making it can't you be, wouldn't you tell yourself, like, I don't like how this is going, or, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, do you make it to the end and you still don't know? Oh, all the time. <laughs> it's with everything I do. Um, it could be writing, it could be video, it could be recording the podcast. Like, in the moment, I can feel good, and then when, I, when I'm when i finished, it's like, I could have done this, I could have done that, but, like, it's already over. It's weird, too, because, like, for example, like, I'll write an article, and, like, the first draft, I really don't like it. But, like, I can't, I can't find, I don't have it in me to, like, make it better. Like, so I need, like, an, an editor's eye is, like, very different. That I, don't, I can't edit at all. And, like, sometimes, sometimes I'll just hand it in and I'll just be like, that's just one of my bad ones. That's just going to be, that's just going to be a bad one. Like, I don't even, like, I, I guess I'm just not as, like, this is why we're very different. I guess I'm just not as hard on myself as you are on yourself. Sometimes I'll just be like, okay, I'll do better next time. And I'll just, like, move on with it. Like, I'll just be like, my next, my next article i'll fix like i'll take the notes i'll fix this next time and i'm like like i won't get down on myself for not being good not make not writing something good especially because from my mentors and stuff they tell me all the time that like the writers that you love get rejected all the time and they have they get um their articles killed all the time so like you don't like you don't sweat it just because you did something wrong trust me the people that you think are amazing 
fuck up like every day so i'm just like okay (laughs) i'm just like everyone else (laughs) it's funny because like i never received that pressure from my parents like they like some people would probably say oh like her parents probably ingrained that in her no like they never expected like perfection from me they were just like oh that's like like even when when they worked on something themselves they're like oh that's good enough it's good but for me it's like nothing's ever good enough i don't know where that comes from well i just feel like a lot of the times i see that kids are the opposite of their parents so i'll see like someone who's really outgoing Mm -hmm. and them having like shy parents or i'll see like shy parents having outgoing children i feel like sometimes you end up a lot opposite from your parents that like it's true for me because no but i mean like where it comes from in terms of like i don't know yeah it's like why you like are so hard on yourself kind of thing you know like where like where that pressure comes from is my thing kind of i don't even know because i can is it just being an older an older sibling thing maybe (laughs) i don't know maybe because i'm the youngest sibling by the way so we're very we have very opposite mentalities (laughs) yeah like i've watched a lot of videos on youtube with siblings and they'll do that game where they'll be like who's the most organized and they'll put up the list who's the most blah blah blah. and it seems like the oldest child is always the the most like tense because they have to they i think they feel a responsibility to care for everybody even like i watch a show with the um quintuplets you know where they had five daughters on tlc oh my gosh you yeah watch that. and um people are always like oh i feel bad for blake because she's the oldest sister she's like five or six years old now and um. she like acts much more mature than her age and people are like oh i feel bad for her because like she's taking on all these roles and she's only six but i think that's what i feel like too like you, i don't know like i just feel like there's so m- much responsibility that i'm kind of like going into overdrive and everything's just feels sucky yeah you get like i don't know what the word is for it but like like when things start to pile on for you like it like it, it gets a lot for you like early on yeah like it doesn't like it doesn't take much for you to feel like you like you're holding the world on your back like it could be like two like two tasks and you could just be like i like you like you'll just like it'll it'll hinder your your like accomplishing it like because you're thinking about all these different things yeah. like and it'll, it'll it slows you it slows you down is my point like and some people can just be like go 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 kind of thing you know what's weird i don't think i've ever talked about this out loud but my brain works so weird because like if my room like my room's always messy usually even if it if i clean it it gets messy again but if i have something important to do that day i'll put cleaning my room before that important thing yeah but i I know i can't control it i can't like there's something there's something in my brain that is psychologically yeah. wrong. Yeah, I know. I know that about you because I because like it just in terms of like I don't know. Well, for example, me and Abby are always waiting outside when you need to be when you no, ready. No, no, you guys, you guys. When <laughs> I, I do it, when I actually when I'm actually on time, nobody says anything because no, nobody does say anything because everybody always remembers the bad things. I just mean like that in terms of like like you like but you you were probably doing something that like could have waited but you know you need to be done like some things might yeah. some things might get in your way like you probably i don't know we're like feeding your cow or something like you know what i mean like you probably could you know something's more important to do and then you, but i can't drop it yeah like if right i know away. i have to wash the dishes 
and I have to be somewhere, I'll wash the dishes before I go because I can't. There's something yeah. in my mind that's like, like... You know when I come to your house and, I, and I'm ready to record and you know I'm coming over every week <laughs> and you know I like go to bed at like 10 <laughs> and you, you'll, I'll come and you'll like clean your entire kitchen. I don't know why. And like... You I don't had, know like, why. The whole time before I got you, here, I know what you're saying is right, and I know I am wrong. I don't know why but though. In my mind, I'm like, I like, I physically can't. I'm kind of, I'm kind of used to it now. Like, I don't even. I'm literally used to it now because you, because you do it pretty much every time. But like, but like, yeah, you do I do physically that. can't do anything else. I can't. Like, like, there's a force field that won't allow me to do anything else before I do that. It might be some sort of OCD. Like, I feel like I might actually have a problem. Not a problem for people who actually have OCD. But, but do you think you're like that right now in terms of finishing your videos? Yes. Like you do other things. You keep doing other things. Yes. And I also, oh, I don't. I don't think Chris listens to the podcast, so I'll just say his name and what what I'm thinking. But so there's a video series I'm working on. The, the title is still a working title. We're thinking, of, well, I'm thinking about calling it Cooking Mamas because... This the game? Because Chris thought it was funny because it's Cooking Mama. So in order for me not to get sued, uh, add an S, Cooking Mamas. I knew, I wouldn't even know the difference. <laughs> but. Um, but I put a lot of trust in him because I, I know what he's capable of and like I let him do whatever he wanted and because I'm not used to being in front of the camera and for this series I'm like more in front than behind Mm -hmm. so when I looked back I was like oh my god this is not what I envisioned at all and like instead of making good out of a bad situation like a not a bad situation but like an unexpected situation I was like oh like what am I gonna do now so I recorded my own episode of course by myself which I feel better about. Yeah. But. Did you tell Chris? No. You just told him. Well, I'm going to tell him after because I just recorded that episode because I, I just looked I, at it. I think. Yeah, it's true. But I also feel like he'd, he'd be super chill about that just because like you have a, it's your video. Like you have a vision for it. I know. I think what holds me back also is that I'm afraid it's not going to be the same as it is in my brain. That's why like I was just like. Yeah, but you should just accept it. It was just like a setback for me when I saw that it wasn't like what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you like the, the new version better. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I saw that it's not what I wanted, and I tried to go out and do something I actually wanted, which worked better for me because now I can go back to Chris and be like, this is what mm-hmm. I envisioned. Can you do something like this instead? Um, but yeah. So it's you're starting just, over? I'm not starting over. I'm trying to save what I have. Luckily, I didn't film. Like, I filmed two moms, three including Christina's Nona. The one with Christina's Nona is the one I like. The one with my mom and Chris's mom are the ones that need work. So I feel like I will just record my mom by myself because mm-hmm. that's easy and record Chris's mom with him a little later and then use the footage I have uh. within what I, with my new footage. But that's my problem. I don't know. I overthink a lot. Like it's not healthy. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I think I need a therapist. I think there's. Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> I think there's a healthy amount of it, but my only issue is if it's stopping you from actually like finishing things. Yeah. Like it's fine if you're like over like there's a lot of like YouTubers and like um like vloggers and stuff who are like perfectionists. They always say like yeah, I'm like a perfectionist. That's so why I'm like when they talk. That's about, why like, this is late. That, yeah, that's why this is late. Yeah. Or like I want to create quality content. Yeah. Quote unquote. <laughs> and like. 
but like it's fine but as long as you like end up putting something out there you know what i mean yeah it's like stopping me from so many things i don't know why because you know that you're better than all than these people that you watch all the time on youtube yeah but how do you how would you even go about like see how people always think about oh i need to talk to someone i need a therapist or whatever like how do you even start you just google it and go (laughs) um yeah i don't even know i had a friend that went to one but like they had a sibling that went to one and then but i don't like i don't know i guess you can start googling but also like it costs money. That's why my that's yeah. Why, that's why my friend stopped going. Yeah, it costs money. <laughs> you have to pay for each session. It's not even the fact that like you. It's hard that you need you you need to like admit to yourself you want or or need to go to one. It's also money. I'd actually love to go to one. And I wish. Well, I wasn't feeling this way so much in school, but there were more resources in school. But even then, they weren't even that good. Apparently, yo, fourth fourth year. Um, HSF got this sick thing where it was like basically you can call and speak to the therapist at like 24 7 like 365 and then you get like several calls and then after that they refer you to someone who specializes in what you need help for in your area like it was a it was a, it was a service that came in fourth year but like that's something that they're trying to implement into more schools mm-hmm. because so many of us are suffering from like mental issues yeah. but I thought that was like actually the sickest service I think I like we I ever like saw like, a school offer it was really really cool because you're talking to a professional anyways I don't know how you find one <laughs> my I guess I'll do my research and report back but the thing week. is oh I was listening to a podcast this podcast called Lady Lovin I think and they're talking about like having a therapist mm-hmm. and like you're th- like you don't just like find one like you have to try out therapists because a lot of times like you'll find a therapist and like you just won't mesh yeah but you already have had several sessions but like but you're not feeling it yeah you have to find one that like actually like works well with you like you Mm -hmm. can't like you can't just pick one just because you want to keep looking because then it's a waste of time so it's like you really have to find one that works for you i wonder if you can tell i guess you can after the first session and it's also it's also how you're enjoying it because some 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 therapists approach aren't like the approach that you like yeah like some are more cold some are like more like happy go- like you know what I mean some attend yeah. different vibes but yep. I don't know maybe that would help yeah I'm gonna look into it and then I'll let you guys know maybe some that info could be, next week maybe that could be your <laughs> your shameless I don't care what people have to say I'm gonna go see a therapist type thing maybe because like I find some people that actually in my opinion know they should are too ashamed to but I'm not really ashamed to I just don't know anything on yeah. how to how to find one and or whatever. you don't even know like how do you find one after school right at least at school there are some resources that you can go like look on your yeah. school website but now that you're like an adult in the real world how do you go about that at all yeah and you also don't want to spend like a crap ton yeah how do you do it without spending so much money but then you also don't want to be cheap because the, <laughs> because how do you what if the cheap ones are not good exactly you don't want to like skimp out because then it's a waste of i don't even know time yeah. see it's, do you have any friends that seen you don't say their names so i mean do you, have any, do you have any friends that have seen any um no no <laughs> i no, nobody wow <laughs> like i see people on youtube like all the youtubers have therapists and they I always think, talk about it i but think more people need to go not that I like gone, gabby saying gabby goes actually she's the only one i know that has a therapist 
openly have has a therapist i'll ask around to see if anyone else i know i don't i actually don't know anybody but um so what like thinking about like how this is really stopping you has made you want to go yeah yeah because i feel like they'll, they'll awaken something in me that i didn't know about myself yeah, or maybe. something that I already know that needs to be validated so I can work on it more. Yeah, maybe. Maybe there are, like, steps that they... Um, we're, like, trying to, like, dissect this. But I'm just saying, like, in terms <laughs> of, like, you, like, not slowing yourself down, like, maybe there are certain, like, routines that you can implement. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there are some that, like, I've self-diagnosed and medicated, like, try, try like, things that my mom say that I, like, put in one ear and out the other, but would re- really actually help me in life. The, that thing I think we were talking about before, where, like, having a clean environment will oh, make yeah. you have a clean mind, and, like, I guess, like, trying to stay organized in my personal life will help me in my professional life type of thing, like, a, it'll be a reflection, and I think it does help, because when I do have, like, a clean environment, it does feel like I can be free, and, like, it feels like I can do anything, but I don't know what my problem is, like, I get cluttered really fast, yeah, like, you do. when my, gets when my room fast. is cluttered, my mind is cluttered, when my mind is cluttered, my room is cluttered, so I feel like it is a reflection of both things, it's just how do I keep myself organized, yeah. And like, what, like, yeah, like, what's the best way that works for you? You know what I mean? Like, same way that works for me is going to be the same thing that works for you. Yeah, because like, I've always tried having an agenda and writing things down in there, but I think I'm more interested in writing down a list than actually doing what's on the list. Oh, I, yeah, I'm not a list person. Yeah, I just like writing it out, but do I do it? Who knows? Yeah. Um, I want to try, I like, I bought some sticky notes because I've seen people like write out their thoughts on the wall and like, oh my gosh, you should put some whiteboards in here. Yeah. So they could see visually what they need to do. And it's like satisfying when they have, they can take it off. I think that'll work for me because I don't know. I just like the idea of that. So I'll try to, I'll try that out because, um, oh, the big one is having your workspace separate from your bedroom. Oh yeah. So that's what I'm currently trying to do transition into because now my basement is finished. So I'm trying to move all my work stuff down here and leave sleep where sleep is and leave work where work is because apparently when you walk into your room, you automatically feel relaxed. So the first thing you want to do is go lie down. Yeah, I work in my bed all the time. Yeah, and apparently (laughs) it's like you're not at your most productive or creative when you're in your bed. I don't know if that's true, but it might be. We're, we're testing think, that out. I think it's true because when I wasn't working, for, I would like, and I would get up and I would like clear off my desk and I would actually sit at my desk and I would actually get work done uh-huh. a lot faster. So yeah, I th- I work so slow in my bed. I'm like half. I'm pretty much laying down to a full, like fully laying down, and my laptop's on my stomach. But I think it makes a difference. But we shall see. Another thing I think I saw on LinkedIn, apparently a lot of people on LinkedIn didn't have jobs. Well, it makes sense. What do you mean? Because, um, like, I would get, you know when on your homepage, I guess, people's comments pop up and their articles pop up? One of the people like this post from this person who was like, when you're in a job transition, I guess when you're not working and you're trying to find work, it's a good idea to, like, 
wake up like you're going to work like wake up oh, early take a shower look good and then before. go do your work which I is fun job when i had when i had was working for that shitty company before where i work now um i would go to work looking actually like a mess and then the day that i had phone interviews i would actually like look i would clean myself up and actually look presentable because it was like a mental thing never got any of those jobs but <laughs> but it did it was like a mental thing because like you like dress i was like dressing for like the place that like i wish i was working and i read that somewhere i also read that somewhere too that like mm-hmm. even if you're doing a phone interview dress like it's an in-person interview because it's like a mental thing yeah i guess like you feel your best when you look your best yeah so i think i'm gonna try that too for a week at least to see what yeah it's I was like listening to the same podcast and they were like yeah like, like one of the chicks i think a couple of them are like writers or whatever and like one of them was saying like yeah like i never get dressed and the other person was like yeah like i have like i need to get dressed every morning to like get my day going mm-hmm. so like obviously some people are just confident and amazing already without all these like extra steps but for me i feel like i need that to feel good like i just need to wake up early take a shower and like get get dressed like i'm gonna go somewhere and just come here and do work and i feel like it might change something yeah i mean i'll believe it when i start seeing some videos i know you know what guys like i don't know what to say life's hard (laughs) it's hard for everyone but you know what shut up because nobody cares uh some people care i care Right, but but that's that's but the point. Is part, no, it's the it's the journey. Yeah, I'm I'm on the journey to not caring. <laughs> well, you have to care. The point is that yeah. you care. The point is that like nobody's waiting for you. Like nobody's babying you. Like yeah. you know what I mean, like like people out there are still making shitty videos and getting better careers yeah. than you. Yeah. No one's oh, no one's oh, waiting yeah. for you. That is that is the number one truth bomb right there. <laughs> There's so many people that like create this stuff that I don't even know why it's on the internet, <laughs> and <laughs> they have like popping careers. So I'm because they're shameless. I'm and obviously doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. You are. I want to be shameless and proud too. It's hard, but you have to. So, last week we talked about a lot of stuff that I didn't get a ch- that I didn't want to post because um i just there just wasn't enough content for me to have a beginning middle and end i guess mm-hmm. that's why i want to wait for us to talk to our lovely guest today well, we're gonna revisit that conversation eventually yes but uh there's one thing i um i think her name is pronounced Wait, who the girl we talked to yes hudo hudo no hodo hodo yeah yeah that's what she said it. Yeah. Okay. It's spelled. I'm saying I'm actually really close. If I'm if I'm wrong, I think I'm really close though. I apologize. But it's spelled H O O D O. Yeah. So there you go. If I'm saying it wrong, I think I'm close though. But one of the questions that you asked her was similar to what I think was her name Aisha. Yeah. On the Stand Up Toronto special on TVO, mm-hmm. um, was how do you like do you ever i think hold back on telling jokes in case like it offends people and blah 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 and it was about it was, she was talking to her audience was going to be liberals right and she's yeah like, why she's like, i don't want to make people who are on our side feel uncomfortable yes kind of thing yeah you don't want to make the allies feel uncomfortable because like 
they're they're rooting for you yeah and so it's hard as shit to get some allies so um i which made me think of the time where like in third i think it was in third year university where we had to take photos for something i don't remember if there was like a certain concept but it was a picture of you Oh, when I have and, to, like, be sad. Now you made me sad in your basement. <laughs> it was a picture of you, and I made the lighting make it seem like, uh, I guess there were bars. Okay. And I was, I don't know what I was, I, I think, don't remember I, think I understood what I was saying when they, when our prof asked me to explain the photo. I was talking about, like, oppression and feeling like, I, I guess it made sense to me because I felt that way. Like, mm-hmm. not being able to truly show myself because I'm afraid of what other people will feel and I was doing an example of that by actually saying how I felt and it made my prof feel uncomfortable really yeah she was but like I feel like he wouldn't have he wouldn't your explanation really wouldn't have gone that like that deep yeah I know like I know what you mean by deep but like you know you could have been you could have been really like I was I thought I was being surface level like there's yeah, much exactly. worse things out there people you could have really I could have brought up other issues in the world but I was bringing just like a personal feeling out in the open and I, I think it was because everybody in the room was white mm-hmm. so they were just like it was like crickets, right? Because they didn't know how to react. And then my prof, my prof was like, um, <clears throat> I don't think like you should really like, f- you know, talk about like that sort of thing. It's not that like, sh- I think she didn't under, like she didn't know how to tell me that it made her feel uncomfortable. But I was just like, but I feel like it's different telling my truth. I feel like it makes more sense. For her to just speak, to just move on, then, turn, then tell you not to do it. Yeah, whatever. I didn't think about it much at the time, but I was just like, no, I wonder you why. That, you brought that up to me after, before. After, no, like in third year, you brought that up to me. Right? Yeah, you, brought, you said you said that no one you said no one knew how to understand it. <laughs> but that was me like being super like speaking my truth. Like this is how I feel. This is what is portrayed in my like work, yeah. and everybody was just like, like how, like what, yeah. where, when. <laughs> I remember that. It was it was funny to me that my prof actually said something. I thought she would just be like, "Okay, next person" type of thing. I'd rather her do that than tell me about her, like show me that she was uncomfortable. Yeah, I've never had any opportunities to be that. That was the first time I've ever experienced. I think that's one of the things that also like make me think before I speak now because. I'm afraid that someone will take it the wrong way, but like, I don't know, because people say a lot of things to me that like that are racial that I kind of just like laugh at because I genuinely think it's funny. But when mm-hmm. it's the other way around, it's like cricket, cricket, like nobody knows how to react. Yeah, that's like that's pretty much how it always is. I don't know. It's weird. It's like I like sometimes sometimes. Yeah, like it makes sense to like to hold back like depending on what you want to say but also sometimes it's like like no like this is what I mean like the, like I want you to understand this you know what I mean like if you like if you really have if I really have a point to say about like not agreeing with you or something like that yeah. like I feel like times like that maybe that's just me now being the age that I'm at and like 2017 and just like you know what I mean because if you asked me like eight years ago or seven or whatever several years ago like I probably wouldn't have these feelings but like at this point like we also didn't know, like, we just didn't know. I didn't know anything, yeah, no, but still. So it's like, 
yeah, I just find myself in more situations now where I'm conscious of like what I want to say. And it's like a little like machine going in my head, like determining if I should like let loose on this person <laughs> or if I should just carry on with my day. A, like, like in the nicest way possible too. It's not like you're going to yell That's the at thing. them. I wouldn't, and I, yeah, I would absolutely never like just like cuss someone out out of nowhere. But I also, sometimes I don't have the energy for like being patient with people like not understanding where I'm coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people might not, people might not be as patient with me. So they might just think that I'm attacking them. And then it's like, oh, I don't have time. Like, that's not, I'm trying to educate you. Like, I'm not yeah. trying to yell at you. So it's like, yeah. I'm trying to open up a door for them to understand. I've just been like thinking about it like more and more. I guess because my circle of friends is really small. Mm-hmm. And like. We're all woke. <laughs> yeah. and everyone, For the I, most part. For the most part, like everyone understands. Like my, the people I talk to on a regular basis, like everyone just gets it. And I thank God, like don't have to like reiterate myself. But like. So when I meet new people who, like, I'm, like, gauging their wokeness, like, I'm, like, trying to understand, like, if they're aware of their white privilege or not. Like, it's, like, a radar I put everyone Or do they think everybody's equal? Or, yeah. Do Sunshine they, do they not, Do they, quote-unquote, like, not see color? Like, yeah. that kind of shit? Like, I'm kind of, like... Yeah. Like, gauging that now. So I'm just more conscious of it now, and I, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. I'm going to call out Josh... Because I know he's gonna listen to this, but I didn't. I think I for. I think I knew this about him already, but I forgot that he is one of those people who think like that. Like they think that everybody's equal, which is. I told him it's a nice thought in theory, but it's not true. Mm-hmm. And um, I understood his point of view. Like I genuinely did. His point of view is where is like the reason we're holding ourselves back is because we think that way that's what he truly believes he's like oh it's because you think that you can't achieve something because you're a woman and because you're ethnic that your thought process is the reason why you're being held back which i don't agree with but that's what he thinks i'm well, first of all, I'll say I'm really glad I have never met Josh, so... He's a nice boy. He, he I'm sure, means well. I'm sure he's a nice boy, but honestly, you could say one thing that doesn't sit with me, and I like I will like side at you for the rest of your life. But the, sec- the only thing is, it's just like... I just hate when men... Who, you're Like, you're a man. When you try... When you try to tell a woman what her experience is or like how our experience like at the end of the day we are not the same gender and we don't have the same experiences even if you were in and like whatever the whole like scale and you were like in between we even if you yeah you know what i mean like even if you're in between you're trans or whatever it doesn't matter yeah even if you were trans we have different experiences so like you and him are not both men i just don't understand why men like to assume it just makes me so frustrated and like now more than ever i'm getting i get more and more frustrated about it because it's just like like they just oh my god it makes me so it makes me so mad i can't even get words on right now because i'm so mad about it like i just we had like a heated phone conversation over it like he was generally mad at me and it's not even that it's also not yeah it is that but it's also like you're white like don't come to me like 
Like, don't, like, just don't. Like, I've never, I've never met this guy. Like, I'm, and the next time I meet him, if I ever do meet him, I'm not just going to cuss him out of norm. I'm just saying, like, if I was, if he ever had these opinions and he can be, like, these are, these are the times where, like, I, like, I wouldn't, like, I don't want to have to, like, blow up on people. Because that's not in me, like, just to blow up on everyone. Like, I'd rather just, like, walk away from you. Yeah. But I don't know if it's, like, like, you have more patience with it and you will explain to him why what you're saying is wrong and like i'd rather just like tell you you're a fucking idiot and walk away <laughs> well that's the good thing about josh right he was he wanted to listen to what i had to say like yeah. he was like tell me why like why am i wrong because he like he generally didn't know why he was wrong like you because some people just think, don't know don't yeah. know so yeah. he was open to having that conversation with me and that's all you can really ask for like you can't force someone to change their opinions exactly. but all you can ask for is for them to listen and genuinely listen not just like listen and just brush you off but have a conversation with you um his his thing was like oh it's because i'm a white man that you won't listen to me like yeah like no <laughs> shit that that is why i'm mad because that is the most obvious simple reason why you should just be quiet and just support like just be an ally and just be quiet like don't go speaking for people like that's not the same thing as being being an ally is just understanding our struggle and realizing like your place in in the whole whole system and how it works but it doesn't mean you go speaking for people i'm speaking for people that you you have no idea how they live their lives like i'm frustrated because at, at its core the reason that you're wrong because you have you don't know like you don't know what it's like Mm -hmm. so it's like i don't know it's just like it's so simple like i could literally teach my two-year-old niece like like this like you know what i mean like it just doesn't make sense like i think because like some people are just hardwired to believe that everybody is equal i told him it was a very idealistic way of thinking like you're thinking in a way that we wish the world could be like yeah we wish it could be like that but it's not and you have to understand that it's not and he he kind of got it after that because i was like i like the way you're thinking like i wish i was equal to you too like i wish that being black asian hispanic like I wish we did have the same opportunities as you in history. I wish that were the case, and I'm glad you wish it was like that too, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, like, that's literally all it is, like, just bask in your white privilege. And he was just like, so, he's like, so, like, what would happen if he said, like, a white man and a black woman were applying for the same job and they had the same skill level? Oh, my God. This podcast is over. (laughs) Yeah, it was like a long, long conversation on the phone. I mean, I'm honestly, I'm really glad that you have the patience for, you had the I'm just, I'm like, I'm glad you had the patience for it because I really, and I think, I don't know, maybe it would be, maybe it would have to be like a different type of argument. Like if, if if the argument went deeper. But for me, the things that... It seems just very surface it's, level. It seems right, not even surface level. It's just so... It's straightforward. Like, it is so... Like, it is so, like, simple. Like, there's numbers, there's facts, there's statistics. You can literally go, like, Google anything and you can find out... I don't know. It just, like, if you want to know the answers to this, to this type of stuff, like, you would find that out. And he just hasn't, and it's just it's just basic. I don't know. But I think that's for a lot of like 
I guess white men i don't think they would ever take the time to figure it out on their own it's like through conversations like this where it pops up yeah yeah but i know but i'm just saying i that's i think that's why i find it so frustrating yeah but what white man do you know has researched this nobody (laughs) yeah but i also i know you're yeah i don't even know but like also like i did i've just never had any white guys come at me I think it feels like I think I think people don't want to have this conversation like it's an avoided conversation I feel I have a feeling if like I talk to maybe one of my friends or one of your friends who is a white guy on their opinion I feel like that's when truth comes out I feel like that's the time that like we really figure out what someone's thinking because it doesn't come up in everyday conversation and I feel like because it's something nobody wants to talk about like I would never have this I would have never had this conversation with Josh it just came up somehow but he also like it's not like he was like like he handled it fine like it's not like he was like yelling at you yeah and I feel like my fear comes with like not knowing how someone's gonna handle it yeah like if they're gonna freaking cry in a corner or like get really angry so it's like I feel like that's why people just kind of avoid it yeah and also being being like a black girl like I feel like people kind of have assume a stigma. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop off like any minute like you're gonna is, be angry yeah like I'm gonna be like which is so far from who I am at all so maybe that's, that's my fear with other people that they're gonna be like angry about it because I find a lot of people I think that I see in examples from different conversations that they are more angry that you think that they could possibly be racist and that's why like they're the ones being angry but i just like want to know what you're thinking i don't i don't want like i don't not like yelling at you yeah i know i haven't had a lot of those encounters like in my like now in my in my mid-20s that i'm in i haven't had many of those those encounters or like comments or conversation but like i mentioned in the episode that that we attempted last week like people used to make a lot of comments to me when i was younger calling me white and stuff like that and like i just never did anything about it i was kind of just like i just brushed it off and probably after lost with me being in high school and like obviously you don't want to like not in high school middle school early high school and like you just don't want to like cut off your friends so you just go along with it but like if that if someone did that to me now out that that shit would like would never fly so i don't know like i haven't had all those a lot of those encounters i think i try to avoid them too I don't know and I feel like I don't know it's weird like I'm I can tell I'm more confident now than obviously I was when I was younger or like five years ago or four years ago but I feel like I'm more I'm consciously trying to be more confident so people don't make those comments anymore like I'm just like I'm try I try to be more sure of myself so people like you know what I mean like the whole fake it till you make it type thing it's kind of like I want I want people to see that like I'm comfortable with who I am, so they don't have to make those comments. Like those comments won't won't uh, won't bother me anymore because like back in the day like people made those comments about like call me white and stuff like that. Like that was like that was it's not like I would go and cry or anything, but it was really confusing because like I wanted to just do whatever I wanted to do, but people were talking shit about it. So I was like, well, like I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. So now, like, do, I, do I do what I want to do, do it, or do I not do it because yeah, do people I, are making comments? Yeah, do I like hide it? Like I don't understand. So like now it's just like I try to just fully accept whatever I want to do, so people just don't have a reason. Like I'm over not overly confident, but I'm just like 
I just try and be like, sure of myself more. So people don't have a reason to make those comments. But no one does. I'm just saying it's like a psychological thing. Yeah. I guess. Because it made me more hesitant to be myself before. And now I'm just like, fuck it. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. It's hard. But thank you, Josh, for opening up that conversation. <laughs> but yeah, it brought up the whole... Well, the person that we spoke to, the comedian that we spoke to, um, she's Muslim and she's amazing. And she's really funny. And, well, we want to speak to a comedian, first of all. We want to speak to a female. So it's just even better that she's also spicy. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it was actually a really, really good conversation. She was super down. I just, like, FBI found her on the internet. And messaged her. And messaged her. <laughs> and, yeah, that's how we connected. And we asked her some questions about her career and her experiences and some tips for me because you all know that I want to <laughs> I want to do stand up one day Hello Hi Hi how are you I'm good how are you sorry about that Speaking on the phone? No, I have you on speaker. So okay. Okay, good. Just just so everybody at home isn't like. Also, <gasps> <laughs> oh, this is um, on the phone with me is Annie. She's the co-host of the, of, of the podcast that we have. Oh, very cool. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. So, what what show are you headed to? Where is it? Comedy, it's a Tuesday pro case show. Well, oh, okay. Do you still get no- yeah. nervous for shows? Sorry? Do you get Do you get nervous at all for shows? Um, I mean, I, I mean, I've heard Chris Rock say that he he gets a little nervous. He's been doing it for so long. You know what I mean? So, I yeah, but it's, it's good nerves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm curious, like, what made you? get up on stage? Um, I just remember watching uh, the Chappelle show because my brother had the DVDs and I something clicked on me where I was like, oh, this is like something, this can actually career, this is what you want. And yeah, from, from then on, I was like, oh, let me give this a shot. Why not? Nice. What, what was your very first show like? Do you remember it? Do you remember it? Yeah. How did you like learn about those 
um, the whole community and like those um, oh, other shows? So, yeah, there's the Toronto Stand Up group and they work a lot with all of the shows on that. Um, and yeah, and that's sort of you just people see you at shows and, they, and if they think you're funny, then they message you and they book, you know? <laughs> So I tell Paula all the time that it's like my secret dream to do stand-up. And I don't know if she told you, but the, the reason we found out about who you were was be- was from that um, TVO special, Stand Up Toronto. Yes, the documentary on TVO, yeah. Yeah, so um, we always go back and forth about this, about like whether I should just do it or take classes like what was your was your journey anything like that did you take classes or did you just work on content well listen I'll say this I uh, when I was in high school I was doing have the luxury of ever even considering taking classes. Because they're like, uh, they can be pretty pricey. Aren't they like 300 or something? I don't know. I don't know. We didn't even look because, yeah. because of that. Yeah, I just remember, you know, thinking, listen, you know, all the people that I love, Joe Rivers, Dave That's true. If you're more like, like fearless about it, then it would be different. Yeah, and um, yeah, there's so many like great classes now. You can find classes for cheap. But... Wait, would you, have you go. You go. Uh, my question was just like. I don't know. I'm I'm literally basing this off like just TV and what I see on TV. But like Canadian comedy is uh, is super white, and I was just like wondering like, pardon? It is very white. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just wondering like, I don't know. Do you feel like like that's kind is that, is that kind of motivating to for you? Like knowing that like there's not many people with pe- women of color. In in canon comedy, yeah, I just feel like um, the more different you are, by different I mean like if you're not a straight, white, able-bodied male, the more different you are, just like the perspective you have, because everyone is so used to hearing one perspective. But if you are bringing, if you're just a different person, different kind of person, automatically got to their attention, and it's great. But I consider me being black Muslim and a woman an advantage uh, because we're living in this like exciting time where like the best shows on TV or the best stand-ups are people of color. Yeah. I know that's what it, that's what it seems like when you when you watch like other like outside of Canada. That's why I didn't know. I'm just curious what it's like. Have you felt like it's been uh, any more difficult for you because you're not a white able-bodied male? Um, I mean, probably yeah. In some ways, I mean, I don't know what that's like. I've never been a straight white able-bodied male, <laughs> but I would say um, I just. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, there are for sure are times where people possibly have not wanted to book me. But I feel like the, the, the pros were uh, the pros that lay the cons. Yeah. You're, right? Um, people, when I go on stage, for instance, all comedians struggle with is you want to get the audience's attention to that. So I don't really have to try too hard in that arena because um, just looking at the look, people will automatically are like, you know, they stop what they're listening to, like, what's going on? How did she get there? You have a million and one questions, and they're automatically more. Um, so uh, I'm sure you get asked a lot of questions about like being ethnic and being a woman and all of that what kind of questions do you wish people asked you other than I don't know that, those kind of questions um I don't know I, I say I wish that uh I mean, I haven't been interviewed a million times. <laughs> I, I think ask me the question of here. I will probably be like, yeah, question for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess Schumer say, uh, she's got a joke about this in her act where uh, she hated being asked, uh, what's it like being a female comic? And then she had some joke where she would go, yeah, it's crazy. Um, you're just getting, you're just bleeding all over the stage. <laughs> you know, and I thought that was funny because it's just, it's, she's answering a ridiculous question and just giving it a very ridiculous response. Yeah. Uh, my question comes from a scene um, on the stand of Toronto, but it wasn't with you. It was um, about the other uh, comedian, another the other female comedian. But I just wanted to know what your approach on it was, because there was a time when she was there's a there's a a time when she was hesitant to um, make certain jokes, certain like ra- like uh, racial jokes. She and I want to know like. If you're hesitant or you're just like, you don't care, you just go for it, like, how do you approach that? How do I approach racial Yeah, jokes jokes that you anticipate could make an audience uncomfortable, or do you just go for it, or are you just as hesitant? I just go for it, you know? Like, I have a joke in my act where I talk about um, the word nigga, you know what I mean? Because uh, it's something that I've always wanted to talk about. more time it was right when your gps spoke (laughs) sorry um i turned it off but yeah no i was just saying um you can laugh at uh you know some of the worst kinds of topics just as long as they're funny so ricky gervais has like these really funny cold cough jokes so does sarah silverman there's nothing like you know if you i'm different it's not a funny thing you know I'm just saying, as long as it's funny and there's really smart, good writing, you can laugh at anything, really. Yeah, that's, yeah, true. that's a good approach to have. Sometimes when yeah, I'm I mean, just like in life. Like, I saw Chris Rock, uh, he was in Toronto, like, two weeks ago or something. Okay. Yeah, he was in Toronto, 
caught on November 11th, and he had some like dark jokes about him cheating on his wife, his marriage falling apart. You know what I mean? And so, but it was all very, very funny stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, like, I like the idea that that comics take from like their life experiences. So, like. I don't know. I feel like it would make sense if that's what you experience or if those things are a part of your life. Yeah. To just... Well, to me, when I always think thought about thinked thought about doing comedy, it was kind of like storytelling in a way. A hundred percent of it. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, it's the comedy and storytelling. Yes. But it can also be, you know, comedy can be many things. It can be one-liners. It can be you uh, playing a character on stage. I've seen people do comedy and character. Yeah. So where do you see yourself with comedy in the near future or the future future? Um, well, I've been writing more. I have a friend of mine and uh, Brandon, and he's, uh, you know, we're close friends, and he's, he's my writing partner. And yeah, we've written a web series and we're going to pitch it, and so we'll see what happens with it. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so we'll, yeah, we'll see what comes of that. So how do we know where to find your shows or and where you're going to be? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter um, at SheIsCleverBro. I know it's a ridiculous Twitter handle. <laughs> I know I'm taking a point. But yeah, that's my Twitter handle, SheIsCleverBro. And uh, just like, you know, Facebook. Yeah, you know, I always post about it on there as well. And what's something that you would say to uh, yourself at your first show with all the experience and knowledge that you have now, what would you say to her? What a great question. Um, you're a real Barbara Walters, I will say that. Um, <laughs> what would I say to myself? Um, I would say, listen, you know, relax, you're going to find your tribe, you know? It's, uh, comedy can feel very isolating, but it's also amazing once you find, um, because the comedy attracts mis- misfits and, you know, the outcasts of society. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like you'll find your thought, don't worry, everything will work out. That's amazing. I, I have a question, and it's, it's based off those, like, little YouTube videos that Jimmy Fallon does. And they always ask them, to, or different different comics, to tell the story of, like, their, like, worst bombing. And I want to know if you had, like, if you had a little story that you feel comfortable sharing. Uh, the worst time I bombed. Um, uh, I don't know if it's the worst. It doesn't need to be the worst. It doesn't mean to be the worst. Okay, well, there was this time at the beginning of my... I think it's funny to be like, at the beginning of my career, because my career is still going on. But when I was first, <laughs> first starting out, I really didn't know how to deal with hecklers. Um, uh, I remember there was uh, this guy that walked into the show, and he had a, shirt, a t-shirt on that said, I heart my foreskin. <laughs> And because I'm Muslim and my other friend was Jewish, I think he just assumed that we hated foreskin. Uh, and then just like shouted some random stuff at me during the show, and then the producer of the show got him kicked out. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Wait, so like, how do you how do you deal with hecklers now? Uh, oh yeah, um, you know what you do is you give them the attention that they. Like, there's two things. You can either avoid them completely or you can really give them the attention that they want and then roast the shit out of them. So I was at a show once 
this elderly woman and she just kept heckling all of her comments. And so at one point I stopped, she started heckling me and then I started just interviewing her. And I would be like, and because she was an older woman, I was like, I started just hitting on really heckling the subject just to make her uncomfortable. Um, and I would, I remember just saying like some weird shit, like, and the audience laughed, but she personally made her uncomfortable. So I would say things like, um, so how many black guys have you had sex with? I know you're old, but how many black guys have you had sex with? You were around when, you know, the white only washroom, so. I would just say like really inappropriate things, like how many abortions have you had? Like just things that would make her really, any person, really uncomfortable. And the audience laughed because she recoiled, so she stopped being, you know, annoying. And yeah, that was great. I mean, what you get, what you dish out, I guess. Yeah, I mean, she was really provoking people, so it's like she pushed us. She pushed pushed me into that corner, you know what I mean? I don't like doing that. Yeah, I'm sure that's not fun either, because you obviously have a set that you planned. Yeah, that is nothing for me to be, like, cruel to a person. Do you have any more questions? No, like... I'm just amazed because, like, it's something that I've always just thought about doing, but never, never did it. Never, never thought of actually doing it. <laughs> so I always commend people who can. Do you have any tips for helping Annie write write her first set? Um, like structuring it or anything? Have conversations with your friends, and <laughs> times you genuinely made them laugh, like it just caught them off guard. Because I remember that, this was the kind of thing that I, when I first started off doing comedy, I tried to remember those stories that I would share with my friends that made them genuinely laugh. Yeah, that's a really good one. That is a good one, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I would do, yeah. Good luck, though. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> I mean, hopefully she does it. I don't even know what she's going to yeah, do. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll for sure come see you, your set, for sure, because we've seen it through the documentary. Now we want to see you in real life. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. I'm going to totally post all my shows there. I've been really bad at it. But, like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I, maybe I'll talk about it because I was at the Chris Rock show, and there was this, like, really nice middle-aged white lady that was like, hey, you were on TVO, right? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I really have to fucking be on point with my Twitter. No, you need to, because there's people like us who will creepily message you on Facebook and find you, and now we have your number, so. <laughs> Great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Um, thank, well, thanks so much for talking with us. I know you probably have to get yeah. get ready for your show. <clears throat> yeah, thank you so much, guys. Yay. Good luck with everything. We'll probably bother you again oh, at some yeah, point. Sir, I promise, and I will, like, post more about my shows. I have many shows coming up, and I'll post about them. I promise. Okay, Yay. good. We'll definitely, like, 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 share. I'll send you and let you know when this episode's up so you can have a listen. For sure. Yeah. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, guys. All right. Good have a good night. Bye. 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 Bye.